All right, now those two um, flunks have gone. Um, no, oh. Mike, you get this. Wait, this I'm not meant to be here. I got added back. Goodbye. Um, TBJ, yeah, like we, we found out, gone. I think he is a trade out. You pretty much brought him in for this very reason, and the fact he's gone, I think, yeah, you do get rid of him. Um, Maxi, giving me a good old props. Castle Butch, I think we went through a bit of this. Um, Josh Smith, he's brought up a point about. Um, Gus getting called up after New South Wales. I don't think they get smashed, but if they potentially do and there's mass changes, I don't think it matters because Gus, uh, yeah, I guess he'll play 15. That won't really, if there's no, everyone, you know, misses the buy, so it's not going to be all that bad. Um, and then 17, the Roosters have the buy anyway, so Butcher won't be playing. So I wouldn't be basing your decision um, just on the, the thought that there might be mass changes and Angus might play, you're pretty much bringing them in for this round um, and any rounds going forward. So um, don't be basing a decision on, on any changes there. Uh, Mitch Webb, Josh King for Lolo. Yeah, I think Josh King is, I mean, he probably should have been a trade out a couple of weeks ago, but Lolo, even with a big break even, he's kind of going to be a good number. Hopefully Todd Payton treats him like he should be treated and play 60 minutes. And if that's the case, then... Um, his, his potential at, at front row is definitely going to be, I guess, a hold um, for the rest of the season. Mm, Cherry Evans, hold. He's got a huge BE thinking of training for Sexton. I, I don't think you'd be training for Sexton. Um, you're going to be training him out straight away. Oh, look at this. Here's a man. Here's a man. He missed out on Sunday. He's he's jumped in. As soon as I saw the boys jump off, Jakey, I... Uh... I just thought I'd better sweep in. I'm flu affected, but uh, as I just want to congratulate you on your excellent performance on Sunday night, mate. I've got lots of messages saying that I've been replaced, um, and look, it's been tough for me to address. No, look, that's a lie, mate. I was uh, me, me and Timmy just bounced off each other. We, we we tried to do our best, but we can't be replacing you on, on the Sunday. Okay, you can jump in, mate. You're a manly fan, Cherry Evans. Is he a hold? Uh, I mean, no. Not for Sexton, I, mean, I don't he, think. He, without Turbo, not for, not for Sexton. Um, if you were, the thing that I'm considering, which I think that a lot of people that might have, say, DC or a halfback, which isn't necessarily a keeper, is obviously the move to the, the new Panthers bloke is coming along. The issue that I have is that when you go back to two fullbacks, um, i.e., you know, Papi or a Teddy, you're going to want to have clear in Hines, and it's going to make that strategy not viable at all. Um, in answer to the question, uh, I wouldn't trade him to Sexton um, and I wouldn't trade him unless you're going to go to that Panthers cheapy. And if that if you're going to do that, that means um, you're going to have to go without one of the big four. So, so um, on this one, one thing I would do is say you got Hines at fullback, which I assume he does. I'd flick Hines up to halfback and say bring in a, a fullback or a centre wing. Um, for Cherry mm-hmm. Evans. So maybe Garrick, maybe even a Dylan Edwards, Joey Marnie. I'd bring one of those players instead of Sexton because you can pretty much play those players almost to the end um, and then, I guess, trade out a different centre wing for, for a different fullback. So not Sexton, but um, if, if you're able to, bring in a fullback or centre wing. 100%, yeah. And I think Dylan Edwards is the big one too. Like, I just think um, he's one of the ones that plays in this round that can really kick off and turn up for sure. And let's be honest, with the fullback injuries going at play, um, it, it, there's not the real risk is, is not really there because if he doesn't perform over the next three or four weeks, you just click him up to, to you know, perhaps when he's back or um, yeah, whoever it may be. So, yeah, I think that that's the move to make. 
Uh, is Cobo a trade out? Uh, Marnie or Garrick, either or, they're probably pretty much similar. But would you trade? Would be trading Cobo? Do you think his runs finished? No, nah, I reckon it's keep, keep on scoring. Timmy was saying he's been saying it for a couple of weeks. He's going to hold him for the whole season. Um, he's he's just an absolute talent. Broncos are playing well. Unless Broncos have a dip in form for three or four weeks, um, I wouldn't consider moving him on. I'd be looking um, looking elsewhere. Do you kind of think, think the same thing? Yeah, I mean, I kind of wish I had Cobb. I never actually had him from the start, and I was like, yeah, this is a good move. But all of a sudden, he's just hit form, and he's scoring tries for fun. I've um, got an origin call-up, which, I mean, he's a winger, so he will back up. So it's not going to be, you know, rested or, or, or affected any in any of the games. And, I, I mean, he's been scoring big even without A-Ray, which is big. So, I mean, yeah, if you can find someone else, um, like if you had a stag, I'd be trading stags to one of them. But Cobo, I think, I don't know, I, the way he's going, he's still got a bit more, he's still got a low break even, I'm pretty sure. So I'll kind of be staying away maybe. But you kind of do want Manu or Garrick for this round. So unless you can't find anyone else, then I guess take the hit with Cobo. Mm, yeah. I mean, also depends on who you have. Like I've obviously commented previously that I got Tupo or, or someone like that. I think you try and make sure that you, you get all the – other players of that sort out before you trade someone like Cobo out because the reality is, is, you know, you're probably going to have to trade him back in later on. Um, he seems like he's a keeper at the end of the day. So, yeah, interesting stuff. Um, Will Penasini uh, hold Census says no. I think he's just done hit his straps though. I mean, it's it's a tough one because he, he hit that point where he go, yep, he's hit his peak. Everyone sort of trade him out. I know I did. And then he's just got another run. He's They're going right. They're using more in attack. He's scoring tries. He seems to, I guess, jump more. I, what would you do with him? Is it? I mean, he's not quite the class as Cobo. I don't think he has that ceiling. Um, so I'd be more inclined to get rid of Penasini than, say, a Cobo. But is he, is he a holder? Or, again, would you prefer to him to go to, say, a Marnie or a Garrick? I think you've hit hit the nail on the head with that one. Um, he's kind of that one of those fringe people, uh, fringe players in centre wing. So I think you move someone like him over across to um, to Emmanuel Garrick. I also think he's not one of those people who's going to burn you. Um, you know, he has some high scores in him, but the ceiling isn't like you know you one forty to one thirties like a Colbo can get. Uh, I, I think he ultimately is one of those you know you playing based on matchup kind of center wings. And I think that, you know, if you're scrambling for numbers, um, you, you, you've got, you've got to get rid of him. Um, Cause you know, he does score their thirties and forties and the Eels have a mixed draw. I know that they go up against the roosters, I think um, uh, around 15. And then they have a good run with tigers and um, warriors in 17, 18, but they've got Broncos and, and Penrith thereafter. So it's not like, um, he's got an amazing run of that sorts where you might keep a hold on to him. Yeah, yeah, I do agree. It's, it's pretty up and down draw. They do play the Bulldogs uh, in round 14, which you might want him for. But you also got to think you kind of want to bring start bringing in those gun centre wings. And like Mikey was saying, you kind of want Campbell Graham, you want Zach Lomax, and you probably don't really want to penis any. You prefer those guys. So I guess that's someone that you're going to probably end up trading out if not this week, then in the next couple of weeks anyway because I don't see him as really an end-of-season Oh, yeah, player. yeah, and add, add add Jason Saab to that list. He's bottomed out, ready for people to bring in. <laughs> uh, don't we have enough merely centre wings that are, that are, were cheap? We don't do we need another one. Well, I, Sorry, I, I am 
I am going to the game this weekend, and I'm very much considering bringing Jason Sarbin so everyone can laugh at me instead of laughing at Sabs for not having to hurt Teddy. Well, I mean, it's a downgrade option, and what is he, 170K? I'm pretty sure he's the same price as what he started with last year when everyone had him, but he's just gone that just gone backwards. Mm, yeah, he's a downgrade in the literal sense too, unfortunately. Poor Jason. Um, anyway... Um, Another one from Mitch Webb, Josh King to Lolo Tarpane. Who, who do you prefer out of Lolo and Tarpane? Lolo, just because I reckon he's, he's, you know, he's the safer option. I don't want to have to bring in someone like a Tarpane and trade him out. And the thing about Tarpane is always a minute fluctuation with him and what Ricky does with his forwards. So at this at this stage of the season, I'm just kind of looking at, if I was to make that move, I'd go to Lolo. Is that the way you'd go? Yeah, I, I do agree with you there. Again, the Tim was saying the same thing on Sunday. He was going to bring in Tarpane because he went TPJ, but then had to trade TPJ because he was ruled out. Uh, and he was the, under the same things like these forwards with Ricky. Who who knows what they're going to do? And mm. I know Lolo's kind of been a bit the same, but I guess with that pedigree, and we show he's shown enough when he hasn't, I guess, been managed the two games before he got injured that um, the, a bit of the old Lolo could could, could be back there. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Lolo. Unless you want the pot in Tarpane, but I think it comes with more risk than, say, a Lolo. Mm-hmm. Who to sell for Gus this week? Oh, we've got a lot of cheap. You must have some cash, this, uh, Spencer Hicks. Fafita, Valera, Verba, or Tass? Only considering holding Fafita for the next buys. I have five. I, I wouldn't really worry about Fafita being player for the buy. Um, we're only going to get, what, 25 points. Um but then again, those other three, two of them aren't even playing and well, another one's injured, so it's the only one that's actually healthy. I mean, yeah, any of them really sell. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd probably go in the order of um, Vilea, Fafita, Tars. Sorry, Vilea, Tars, Fafita, Burbo, just because I think Burbo, Burbo will probably make his way back in. Um Vailia has shown that he's going to get dropped once the team's full strength. So that's one that you can obviously move out. Tars is, you know, it'd be lucky if he's back in that squad. Um, you're banking on injuries happening. And for Fida, yes, he's playing, but he's only getting 20 or 30 minutes. So, I mean, toss of the coin, whatever works with your side, but um, but they're all sells, so it's not going to burn you. Yeah, I, I think with Vailia, he did sign a contract, a new three-year contract. I think he might still come back into that team because um, they when you're talking about full strength Warriors team, there's not much strength in, in, in the outside backs to begin with. So I think he might keep a spot, but he does have a ridiculously low floor. And I guess with a minus 20, you hope he comes back in, um, score, you know, scores in a couple of games and I guess makes a, another 50 something K and then we can get rid of him. But yeah, like you said, they're all going to be cells. Um, Berber, you think kind of comes back in. Tass is one injury away. I still have Tass. I end up um, getting rid of Taff last week when he was um, benched and I kept Tass. Just hopefully there's, there's an injury to a, to a South outside back and he's going to be our first one in there. Mm. Uh, what have we got this one? Togo or Aiken? Do you have Aiken? I do. I do have Aiken. Um, if I had the choice, I'd probably go Aiken just on, on upside. Um that's where I'm going, I guess, Togu this week. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would too. Um, and the good thing about Aitken too is uh, I actually really think he's going to end up around the top six or seven centre wings. Um, so he's got that out of flexibility. He's one of the, the, the good ones you can keep in that position. Um, Tohu's obviously a great buy, but um, 
But I reckon Aiken's just really safe, um, especially in that centre-wing position. So I'd go Aiken, but it's a close one. Yeah, 100% agree. Now we've got Amanu or Garrick, if you could only have one. Interesting. Um, I do like I... this question because, it. I mean, I only I only have Garrick and I guess I'm not going to be burning trades to bring Manu in. Ideally, you want both, but it, I guess you can only bring one in. Who would you choose? And that's relevant for me because I probably can only bring one of them in. Uh, I, I think Manu's... I mean, even when the Rooster's not hitting their straps necessarily, he's still performing quite well. Um, and I think he's probably the one which is most likely going to become a keeper. Um, but I also think the Sea Eagles without Turbo and DCE thing is getting... It, it's an issue, but I think it's maybe a little bit overplayed, especially when you're going up against the Warriors. Um, I think there's still a lot of um, uh, talent in the side and... Uh, and, you know, Garrick's one of those players in this round which could get go 120-130, especially with the goal kicking. So, I mean, it's really it's, it's a flip of a coin. I'm going Manu purely because um, I don't want to put my Sea Eagles goggles on um, and I think he'll end up as a keeper. Um, but, but honestly, I mean, it, it's really, really a flip of a coin. And uh, I think it's, it's kind of going to be who you think scores the most from here on out because I don't think you're going to get really going to get rid of either one if you get them. Um, mm. Marnie will go back to the centres. He might fill in a couple of times at fullback when Teddy say rested just after Origin, um, potentially next round, and then after round seventeen, um, you may see Teddy probably rested. So Marnie plays then. But um, I, I prefer Garrick. I mean, he's pretty, he's pretty much locked in the fullback for the season. Um, goal mm. kicks as well. But yeah, either or whatever one you're more happy with to I guess run through um, for, for the rest of the season. I just want to chuck this one up here. Where's the joke, Savs? Savs, he did two jokes at the start of the year. He was a bit, um, caused a bit of controversy with one of them, but, but he's trying to stop them. Um, I guess, where are the jokes? The joke is this week that he didn't have Tedesco, which me and Mikey absolutely loved. Um, we're, we're a bit disappointed that, that Timmy couldn't make it um, on because he, he wanted to give it to him as well. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think it's best for, for the, the, the sustainability of the Supercoach experience that the, the jokes stop, not because necessarily we, we don't think Sam's is an incredibly funny man. We obviously do, but, um, but yeah, the edginess is, is perhaps, you know, a, 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 yeah, it's a bit on edge. <laughs> yeah. Only way I can get crying is by training Satili. Is this the way of his trade? I, I think it if it was last week, I would have been, yep, yeah, do it, but he's back-starting Satili, so I don't really think you'd be you should be doing that. It's kind of a bit sideways. I know Crian's probably got more pedigree behind him, but the fact that both of them are starting, I'd be trading we can't, but I'd prefer to trade someone else other than Satili, the fact that he's starting. Yeah. Surely surely you've got um J- Jared's got uh players he can trade out to get Crichton if you can't DM me your team. Um Jared yeah, I mean your, your second row must be good if he's your only option. Mm. Yeah. I mean there's so so many players you can we perceive as like holds, but the reality is you can't keep everyone in your team despite them paying origin or whatnot. Um, so, so yeah, definitely find a different way to get him in. Um, tough out for Mitch Moses. Well, Mitch Moses doesn't exactly play this round, so I guess Dylan Edwards would be the preference there um, if you are to get rid of someone. And if you, I guess, you would bring Dylan Edwards in this week. Um, but I am, I actually am looking at Mitch Moses or Dylan Brown for I guess fourteen and to play seventeen. I guess the run, potentially the run mm-hmm. home. 
Um, so I, I, I guess Dylan Edwards, but if you don't really want either of them, like if you don't care, I will just not trade Taff out at all and then um, do a trade next week on, say, Mitch Moses. Mm. Uh, yeah, I completely agree with the Dylan Brown one. That's going to be one that I'm definitely make, um, moving to make. I think he's an absolute keeper in that position and, yeah, to the extent you can hold off. Unless you're going to go Dylan Edwards for, you know, two or three weeks um, and maybe you've got the trades to bring him, you know, obviously do the Heinz switch, um, you know, and, and then, you know, through Jules get in someone like a Dylan Brown, but um, but otherwise don't um, sell him. Uh, too, thanks for sticking back, bro. No worries. Would you trade out Haas, Sawali, and Hines for Ruben Garrick, Joey Martin, and Coruscant? Nah, that's getting rid of too many keepers, in my opinion. You, Haas and Hines, I don't, I would not be getting rid of them. Yeah, not because they're they're, they're top one or two in their position. Um, Sawali is playing, so I wouldn't get rid of him this week, but maybe next week you think might think he's peaked. He's around, I think, 425, 450, so maybe he's a move on. Um, yeah, again, Ted, I think, I think there's I think there's, a, I think there's more plays in your score that you can kind of move on to him, so just kind of have a look and and also see how many of your um, your perceived, like, non-trade-outs, i.e. keepers, you've got on your side. If you're sitting with, you know, Say seven or eight that you you think you can't trade. Maybe you've got to move one of them on because um because you can't hold everyone during this buy period. Yeah, I, I do agree. I like you said. I don't think removing all them guys is is the way to go. Is Terrell Terrell May? Um, I'm assuming he means going to, to Nuff next week. Well, he's played the last three games. or well, going to play his third game this week, and he only played like one minute on the weekend. So I I don't think it's even worth bringing him in for say he's five points that he might get this week um, as a cost top of mm-hmm. One player who I kind of potentially might be looking at next week or as a, I guess a downgrade for Max King would be Michael Molo from the Dragons. Um, he'll be bottom dollar. Um, he's playing a decent minutes. The only thing is Josh McGuire will probably be back I think around 15-ish. So um, potentially is a loss. But yeah, I don't think bringing in Terrell is really much point because he's not going to score anything that's going to be significant this week. He could, when Radley comes back, he, he will disappear, but I don't see much point in wasting a trade on, on any of that, unless you really need that cash. Yeah, completely agree, mate. Um, next one, uh, it says he's hammer and option, rock bottom price, Cowboys easy draw and felt up six to eight weeks. I think you guys covered this and you said, you're not really interested. Yeah, we covered it. If, if it was, I guess, a different point in the season, we we probably would. If it was earlier on, say around five or six, we probably would. But I think at this point, everyone pretty much had like all their buy players are in centre wing at the moment. Um, I mean, maybe a Valier. If you still have Tass, you can maybe go to him. But like we said earlier, he hasn't really set the world on fire playing wing. Um, so um. If you have the trades, go for it. But if you if you have been burning through them, like say um, Mikey and Sav have, then no, nah, I wouldn't be really going to him. No, I think there's better ones to go through. I definitely agree. Um, Angus Tohu or Olakawati for this week and to hold the entire season. I think I think Angus. I think Angus is at the top of the list. He's had, he has a pedigree to be to be a keeper before he started. You know bit poor and was benched, but I think that's changed. Tohu, he just seems a little bit sluggish um, based on, you know, previous years he was 
you know, just miss it consistent. You know, I watched a couple of his games already this year. He just seems a bit behind, seems a bit sluggish on that knee. Um, and Ola, I mean, Ola's an all right one. Uh, with DC in the team, he's definitely a lot better because they, they go to him. You'd probably know that more than anyone. Um, they, they seem to hit that right edge with no turbo and as DC just likes to go there. So I'd prefer Angus. Ola would be second and I guess a Tohu. Do you, how do you see those three? Yeah, I think that's the right move to make, um, right right order to have him in. Uh, yeah, you're right about DC. He throws that that great ball. And, I mean, I think Ola will still score quite decently this week. Um, you know, he, he just seems like one of those players who they have a lot of, uh, you know, attacking sets around. And, um, and yeah, he, he's just looking in, in absolute fantastic form. And I also think, I mean, he wasn't going to make Origin. I think he was always a bit of a smoky, but... Um, he's on the fringe and, you know, he wants to obviously keep that form up because he, if we lose game one, um, there needs to be changes. He might be one which kind of is on the cusp of getting in maybe game two or game three or um, who, who knows. So, But, yeah, I definitely think it's, it's, it's Angus one, Ola two, and then, and then Tohu three. Coolies. All right. Stuart says, I'm prepped for round 13, looking at selling Tarth and Taff. To Mulatalo and Mam to start prepping for seventeen. I know Mam's not likely to pay seventeen, but he will generate more cash. Uh, I'd be waiting on Mam to see if he's named round fourteen. Would you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Mikey was het, was wanting to pull. The, actually, a lot of people have pulled the trigger already on Mam, but if we knew that he was going to get the five eight spot when A Ray comes back, which A Ray should be back next week, it's not a long term injury. If he was guaranteed the five eight spot, he would be most traded in next week for sure. Um, but I. If you can wait, um, definitely. Um, I mean, Mulatalo is. Pro- I think he's he's kind of a wait as well. I think he's got a high break even, so you can kind of wait on both of them. I wouldn't. Kind of, I'd wait on trades. I wouldn't be using trades now for say round 14, 15, 16, 17, um, because anything can happen between now and fourteen. Like someone can go and hurt themselves in training, so I kind of wouldn't really be doing that now. I'd, I'd just be just chilling out a bit and. Uh, waiting till next week. Uh, next week. Mm, yeah, completely agree. I think it's too early to be making those sorts of moves, um, unless you're going to. I mean, even this week. This has got to be the biggest troll ever. Thanks, Sav, for that one. We very much appreciate you. Um, obviously, you can see Sav is really busy um, and kind to the podcast because, you know, he loves troll instead. Um, just kidding. Uh, so, second last question. Is Rapana a keeper? Ray's draw looking good, selling by Leah, and that's from Alan Fisher. Uh, I don't think he's a keeper. He's not the Rapana of 2016 where he was the best centre wing. Um, but, I mean, this week and the Raiders do look good. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't mind it, but the fact is that sort of a centre wing where we already have a lot of players and a lot of players that we'll bring in fourteen for seventeen. Um, I don't think it's really a, a, a play this this week um, necessarily. I mean, if, you, if you're going to bring in when you hit rock bottom at three fifty k three weeks ago, then that was golden. But right now, I don't think so. No, plenty better options. I think it's 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 one which is a, a massive pod move, but I don't know I just don't. I, I think you're bringing those pods and teams that can put on a lot of points. And I, I don't know whether the Raiders are going to look that fantastic, especially without people love to talk smack about White, and but I, I do think he's a key cog in that side. So um, cool. 
Uh, so let's do the last question here from the SSC podcast. Playing Appy, Garrick, Lolo this week. Looking to go Lolo to Clem. Garrick to Graham and Appy to McGuinness for 17 and the run home. Th- thoughts, boys? Um, Lolo to Clem. Maybe I'm maybe talking to um, talking about next week. Yeah, yeah, it'd be yeah next week's trades. Lolo to Clem? No, I wouldn't be moving off Lolo. I think you bring him in, or if you've got him, you hold him for as long as you can. Garrick to Graham again. I think you kind of hold on to Garrick for as long as you can. Appy to McInnes, and I'm fine with that move. Is yeah. that kind of your perspective too? Yeah, I, I don't mind Appy to McInnes. I, I mean, it's basically your second hooker for your second hooker in round seventeen. Um, so yeah, I don't mind that one at all. And McInnes, I guess, has that jewel as well. So he will be someone that I guess a lot of people will be targeting for round fourteen for round seventeen. Um, mm. But I guess I wouldn't. I don't know about Garrick to Graham. Graham is someone you want to be probably bringing in. Um, that's for sure. But I mean, a Sawali. I'd much rather be trying a Sawali to him, which is what I'm looking at for round fourteen. Lolo to Clem. I mean, Clem. He has looked good recently, but. It's not. A, it's not an exciting player. Um, he's going to get you what sixty, sixty-five, maybe seventy with the, with his offloads that he goes. Um, and it, at six hundred k, it's going to cost you one hundred fifty k to do that. The way Lolo, like Lolo's going to lose money this week um, with his high break even. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, sorry. Consistent. Yeah, I mean, and also you want you got the two clear um, front rowers being uh, Haas, assuming he doesn't get. Suspended or stood down or whatever it is, the contract stuff, um, and IPAP. So it's kind of like, do you want to be playing a third front row forward every week? Probably not. So no, I completely agree with with, with what you said there. Yeah, because I mean, ideally you'd be probably playing, you'd be playing a second fullback, that's for sure. Um, probably playing one or two halves, and then mixing up with you know center wing, second rows, front rows aren't exciting. So um, yeah. yeah. Not really a priority. I don't think it will be for a lot of people. No, no, no. Definitely go. It's uh, it's kind of a mix this season between the 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 kind of sexy attacking football that we used to have, where um, you know, it was playing three centre wings in your reserves last season versus the old days of stack the pack and, and kind of move forward. So it's yeah, it's kind of a mix of the both. But I still think yeah, front rowers aren't going to be someone you're going to play in your reserves every week. Sweet. Fantastic. So thanks, thanks for jumping in uh, on, on very late notice, um, Maxi. Absolute legend. I, I could tell that you were, uh, you know, a bit angry that you that you couldn't make it on Sunday. And you just wanted a bit of that, a bit of that talking with the people. So I'm, I'm glad you jumped in and uh, gave me a bit of a hand there. No, not a problem at all. I just, you know, I, I know you're an absolute, you know, super coach brainiac, but uh, I thought I'd just come in to, you know, give my contribution to to let people know that, you know. Have, have a good go because Max is bringing in Saab this week and uh, you've got to be a better super coach if, you, if you're not doing that. Oh, Saab Sa for a hat-trick. Still score 60 points, but Saab for a hat-trick um, on that. Um, so you're going to be back Sunday. You, I think Tim Moody says he was going to jump on because he couldn't make it this week. So um, look forward to, to uh, much tune in and uh, throw a few questions your way. Um, thanks, everyone, for your questions. Uh, thanks for um, hanging around with us at the end. Sorry, the other two couldn't stick around. Busy lives that they have. I think Mike was at work. I still don't know what Sav's doing, to be honest with what he's what he's shoving in there. But um, good luck this week in the buys. Don't stress too much. Just enjoy it. Um, go the Blues, most of all. Um, if you go for Queensland, 
unlucky. Yeah, and if uh, I'm going to the game, I'm going to the, the state of origin. Are you going, Jakey? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. I think uh, I'll be watching at a pub somewhere with a bunch of me mates. Fantastic. Well, if anyone is uh, either at Four Pines or this Saturday, or is at Origin next Wednesday and, and sees me and recognises me, I'm I'm not famous at all, but um, I, I do like to have a good dribble with some fellow super coaches. Um, so give me a shout out and uh, love to meet you all. So enjoy the weekend, lads, and we'll catch you on Sunday. So.